self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode red has rejoined us i have i was in gatlinburg in the smokies zip lining and shit it's fun fun yeah zip lining yeah it was fun i zipped like over the tops of trees and shit it was fun you weren't thinking about what happened if your zip line break what's wrong with why would i think that what, what good is that gonna do for me i made a conscious decision when i was still on the ground that i was not gonna do that shit because guess what in the middle of one of them lines and you on the tops of fucking trees if the shit do break i can't do nothing but if what's gonna happen is i'm gonna drop to my death that's what so i was just not gonna you think might not about die. that shit. either way it ain't gonna be you pretty. know peggy hill survived a plane drop that is a cartoon <laughs> There are uh, people that have survived. I don't have that kind falls. of luck. I would like fall on my neck or some shit. That ain't even as high. Doesn't matter if I fall on my neck though. <laughs> no, you might fall in a tree. No, my luck. The way my luck is, I feel like I would have some injury that they would be like, "It was a one in a million. How does she manage to do this shit?" Like that would be my life. So, I made a conscious decision before we even got to the first zip spot that I was just not gonna think about how high up i was or if the fuck if the line break the line break i mean i'm on it <laughs> i can't do nothing about it see i say the same thing except i have a contingency plan ain't no contingency plan though. that's yes, what i'm is. telling you there's nothing you can do you don't have on gloves so if you grab the um wire you gonna skin your hands up and you still gonna fucking fall like it ain't nothing for you to do especially if it happened like in the middle of the line you just gonna fall look if me and you was zip lining and I thought that that might happen. Then I get to tell you, hey, let me tell you how I want my obituary to be. <laughs> I don't want it to say that, you know, young man <laughs> died ziplining from impact on the ground. I need you to write in some heroic shit for me. <laughs> like I saved a squirrel or some shit. I don't oh, know. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. I did that. I rode a roller coaster at night that was like went down a mountain. That shit was scary. It was the first time I've ever been on a roller coaster that they give you brakes. Like they have a braking system on it. So you can brake, but so it's <laughs> you can brake, but if you brake, this it's cause it's a one person seat. Like you it's like a kind of like a bobsled type thing. So you the only person in there, right? So like if you slow down too much then you might collide with the person that's because it's best for you not to use the brakes, but the brakes are there. I ain't touched the brakes because, again, my luck, I would, like, tap the brakes and shit. Either I saw me hitting the brakes and I was going too fast and the whole shit just came off the rail, or I hit the brakes and then my cousin who was behind me was going to ram into me and knock me off the rails. So I just let the shit happen. I didn't I didn't break. She said she braked a little. I, I just did not touch the brakes because I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to i'm just gonna ride it and it was interesting um did the ski lift sky lift sky lift up the mountain you can still see some of the damage you know they had that fire in gatlinburg mm -hmm. um the only place that i really saw the damage was when we did the sky lift and um like up the side of the mountain you could see like the grass and shit was still like charred but outside of that you know it was cool drunk some moonshine brought some moonshine back it was a cool trip. How was the moonshine experience? Um, well, they had different flavors. They had a hundred and twenty-eight proof, uh, which was fucking terrible. It's like gasoline. 
Uh, it was awful. I don't know how anybody drinks that shit. Like, so they give you sample shots so you can determine which ones you want to buy. So I sampled a bunch of them. I actually ended up getting the eggnog called Shine Nog. And that sounds disgusting, and I don't even drink eggnog. That shit tastes like vanilla ice cream. It's delicious. Shine Nog. Shine Nog is what it's called. That sounds weird. It it but it tastes like vanilla ice cream. It's one of those things that you drink and you be drunk and you be like, I don't know how the fuck I got here. I, I just I I had a couple of drinks because you just it's one of those things that's really easy to drink. So you drink a lot of it. Like shit that burn on the way down, you ain't gonna drink as much. But like some shit that's like you know a milkshake you just gonna drink that shit so um it was an interesting experience um <laughs> my mom tried some of them. we had like i think it was like 11 that you got to try three in my mom was like nah like you pay your five dollars they give you 11 shots if you at any point any of them that you don't want to try and i didn't try all of them because some of them was disgusting um but my what, mom by, by like name hmm? they were disgusting by name yeah, like there was a peppermint one and like peppermint and liquor. <laughs> there was a people cinnamon love peppermint one. Schnapps. Yeah, I, I don't. Mm-mm. I'm not one of those people. So I cinnamon Goldschlager. Cinnamon is not good in a fuck. Like they had an apple pie one, and I did try that because I was like, oh okay. It was like too cinnamony, and cinnamon and liquor don't taste good to me. Mm. So I didn't like the apple pie one. So I was like, I'm damn sure nothing to try this fucking cinnamon one. They had a pumpkin spice one, and I was like, white people. Let go of the pumpkin. It's too much. I did not try that. I ain't no big pumpkin spice. I like the smell. Like, I have candles that are pumpkin spice in it. But, like, pumpkin tasting stuff, nah. Nah, I'm not really here for it. So, what other one did I try? There was another one that I was like, nah, I'm not going to try that. But my mom, like, 3M was like, fuck it. I don't want no more. And my mom is the kind of person, if she decides she ain't going to do some shit, she not going to do it. So the lady was like, you paid your $5. Like, you you need to try more than just... And I was like, ma'am, she just, no. She she told you no. She's not going to do it. Like, just let it go. She's not going to do it. She's going to get ugly with you. Like, just, she telling you no. Just let it go. <laughs> She's not going to do it. I was surprised she drank any of it. Because my mom is like one of these people that like to buy alcohol. Cause like, she'll buy wine and shit because she like the bottle. She don't drink. So, like... I knew she was gonna buy moonshine just to have it, but I did not expect her to like actually do the taste testing. But she did. I was surprised. You needed to go tell a pastor. Tell her pastor. Yeah. Why? Because that's why old people be scared of buying and drinking alcohol. No. They pastor find out. No, my mom's dad was an alcoholic, so they none of them drink. Oh. Like none of them drink. And my mom lives with an alcoholic currently, so she just ain't really about that life. But here's here's what's fucked up. Okay. My mom buys these things because she likes how the bottles and shit look. But she knows she live with an alcoholic. So what ended up happening is my dad <laughs> will drink it and replace it with some bullshit so it seemed like he ain't drink it. So like any white uh, liquor, any uh, like vodka, he put water in it. And any brown liquor, he put sweet tea in the jar. So like, because she don't drink it, so she's never going to know. She walked by and the bottle still look full. It looked like, oh, okay. You know. But so how she, was this ever discovered? <laughs> because He got caught. He did. Uh, she had a cold. And, you know, she they from the country. So, like, you know, you, you get you some vodka and lemon uh, and peppermint and it, for your cough. <laughs> so, she got some vodka. <laughs> and it was water. <laughs> and so, that made her start looking at all the other bottles. And that's where she realized that he had been uh, replacing her shit with, like, other stuff. So, 
So if your mama ever want to cash in on that insurance policy. She just put some shit in some liquor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gonna drink she it. She know exactly where to go. He is going to drink it. Now she did she get shine dog? I don't, she don't like egg. I don't think she got that one. That is white. So I don't know what the fuck. I guess he could put milk in there, but that shit'll go bad and you'll know. Like I don't know what he would put in the shine dog jar uh, because they come in mason jars. I don't know what he would put in that to replace it. But I don't think she got shine. I think all the ones she got were either clear or brown. Or no, she got a black I think she got the blackberry one. They had a blackberry shine, uh moonshine. It's black, so I don't know what he gonna put it in to replace that if he drinks it. But yeah, that shit was funny. She called me mad as hell because she she was sick and she she really wanted to like make herself like a hot toddy and the nigga had drunk the, <laughs> the that took the vodka out and put water in the thing. So, but no, it was a cool trip. Shout out to Shogun for for uh, stepping in and replacing me and fuck him for this whole red velvet shit. Let me tell y'all something. Do not start calling me fucking red velvet. That is not my name. I don't even know how we got to a place where he started calling me that. Like, we were all here. I think I was discussing that I had gained some weight and he said something about now you red <laughs> you red velvet or some shit. I don't even remember how it happened, but like that's his little thing now. He thinks that he gonna make it stick. It's not gonna stick. I'm not gonna be known as red velvet. That sounds like a stripper name. Not doing it. I'm good. The calamity red sound like less of a stripper name. Calamity red, yes. Calamity, calamity is not something that you want when you're in a strip club. Calamity is not a good thing. So, but red velvet sound like a stripper name to me. Calamity red don't sound like no stripper. I feel like that means that she finna come out here and wreck shit. Like that don't sound. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like she like she like big shit talking. Like I mean, I get I it doesn't. It, red velvet sound more like a stripper name to me than calamity red. Red Velvet is like, <laughs> I just feel like it's a stripper name. I'm not with it. So that don't call me that. I know he said it on the show, but no, don't call me Red you Velvet. You can call her what, she, what you want to. No, you, all right. Well, I can respond accordingly. <laughs> remember, and remember she's an asshole. I am an asshole. So. Which is why I'm not calling her Red Velvet. <laughs> so. Do that Show shit at your own gonna, risk. Show think he's gonna make that shit happen. Like he trying real hard to make it to make it happen. It's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna be known as Red Velvet. It just sounds too much like a stripper name. I feel like we'll be out somewhere and, and he'll be like, Hey, Red Velvet and like all the niggas around just be like, She a stripper? Like, no thanks. I, I, I have enough bullshit with dating as it is without adding on to niggas thinking I'm a stripper. Niggas say uh fly shit when they now that they know that I'm not a stripper. So I could just imagine the kind of comments and shit I would get if niggas thought I was a stripper. Like, I don't need them them problems. No thanks. But yes. I, I went we me and my family went um out of town for Thanksgiving, so wasn't here and show stepped up and stepped in, so appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I need y'all to do is find me on Instagram and Twitter. At Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Um, also, we are still doing a listener little portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. Um, our Facebook page, of course, is Conversation Con Artist. Uh, okay, so I have a question. And I need to get a question, some background, because I know you don't watch Love and Hip Hop. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Oh, I love hip hop. I know that you know who Peter Guns is, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. Uptown baby. Uptown baby. <laughs> that is like the only fucking song that I know that he ever had a part of. That. Like, I don't know anything else about him. But I'd, be fine, I'd be fine if that the knowledge of that song left my memory. <laughs> so, for what it's worth. So, on Love and Hip Hop, uh, New York, he we find out that Peter Guns had been dating this woman named Tara. They had been dating for like 10 years, had like two or three kids, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. Never got married, okay? He never married her in these 10 years. So one of the twists, I guess, in the show was that he had an artist named Amina who he had like secretly married and he had known her for less than a year. (laughs) So you had Tara who been like dealing with this nigga for like 10 years and couldn't get a ring. And then Amina come in and somehow manages to get a ring. So the whole premise of that little love triangle has been him going back and forth between these two women and them allowing him to do so he didn't have multiple kids with them since this love triangle started so amina didn't have two more kids or two kids with him tara had an additional child because she got pregnant by him even though she knows that he married somebody else instead of her ass she still was like (laughs) we gonna be together type shit and now the rumor is that he is uh, gonna divorce Amina and actually marry Tara, but I don't believe that shit because really, why? He ain't got to. He got the best of everything right now with the way the situation is. But so the question is are there rules for dating someone who is separated but not yet divorced? And the reason I brought up Peter Guns is because this was posted on the Shade Room and somebody was like, uh, Amina, Amina, they tagged Amina and was like, hey, help us out <laughs> being shady because <laughs> of they, her situation. She was like, I knew someone was going to tag me, but I don't have the answers. Ask Peter Guns. <laughs> so <laughs> the question is, are there rules for dating someone who is separated but not yet divorced? Um, I don't do that. I have my reasons. I'll, I'll, I'll get into each of those. But I don't think it's a good idea to date somebody that's separated. Uh, and the, what, <laughs> the defense that I've always been given uh is but what if it's really over and they just couldn't afford to get a divorce well if you can't afford to get a divorce nigga can you afford to be dating right now you're supposed to be saving your fucking money so that you can get a divorce like that is not a legitimate argument for me that you just couldn't afford to get the divorce and that's why you still legally married like that i don't accept it it is so save your money and get a divorce instead of taking me out and and, because you spend money dating costs money especially for dudes it costs money to date somebody so if you are serious about getting this divorce you don't need to be dating right now you need to be trying to get yourself out of the situation you already fucking in before you move on to the next one because here's the thing we dating now you still ain't gonna have the money to get a divorce we get closer get ready to get married we still got this situation where you have to get a fucking divorce before we can move on with our lives i don't want to deal with that situation i don't now i have friends who have dated people that are separated i just i don't do that shit i just don't see it working out well either you're gonna get to a point where you're really going to want him to get a divorce because now you're wanting to get married to him and it's still going to be the same situation of I don't have the money to get the divorce because he hadn't been saving money because y'all been doing y'all thing. Or there are situations where people get separated and get back together. And then where you at? So I don't do that. I don't, I don't know 
that there are rules i guess you have to taper your expectations if you're going to do that situation i don't know would you date somebody that was separated that legally married not seriously <laughs> if i did like i don't know i just need to understand the context of the situation well i got an example because i i <laughs> i had this um situation happened not obviously not to me but it was a situation that came to to my um <laughs> to my attention okay so there's a woman who decided that she wanted to take classes to help her learn how to better deal with her children right right she comes to the class with her husband because that makes sense both parents mm -hmm. she also came to the class with her boyfriend so all three of them are attending classes together because all three of them are having interactions with these children and all three of them also live in the household <laughs> with these children. So this husband is, is, is separated from his wife. They have not yet gotten a divorce. She decided uh, that she, I guess, I don't really know the details of how this arrangement uh happened but she decided that she wanted to move her boyfriend in the husband for whatever reason decided okay and so now all three of them are living together in a household with the children and they're all attending a class on how to become better parents you know what the important question here <laughs> is are they splitting the rent three ways because <laughs> <laughs> that make a difference now i'm just saying if me and my does it matter? If me and my wife are not, you know, doing good in a relationship, so you would let a man move into your house if he was helping with the be the bills, sleeping with your wife, even though y'all are y'all are separated, y'all are still that's still your wife, and you're gonna let him interact with your kids in your house if he paying a third of the rent. First off, <laughs> marriage only gonna mean as much to me as it means to the other person. Okay, so if you don't give a rat's ass about what marriage means, then saying that's your wife don't mean shit to me. Like, as far as I'm concerned, it's now a roommate. We, we've just become roommates. When you decided you didn't want to be with me, you want to be a roommate. Now, I don't want to hit him having sex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if the boy paying rent, how you gonna explain this to your kids? Like, I got mom and I got dad and Uncle Jimmy lives with us, but Uncle Jimmy like stays in the room with mom. Like, how do you explain this situation to your kids? You are fucking First confusing. Off, I ain't gonna let nobody. If you ain't that my fucking kid uncle, you ain't finna be called. They like my kids ain't finna be called nobody, no family. If they ain't oh, family. Jimmy, Jimmy lives with us and Jimmy sleep regardless of whether or not he has like a, fa a, a family title. Nah, he need a better name than Jimmy. I what name would you like? Does it matter? Yeah, Jimmy sound like a fucking sixty year old car repair man. Donald. <laughs> Hell no, fuck you no, definitely not Donald. No. It's some good know. Donalds, but Donald Trump don't fucked up all the Donalds for me. If your name Donald, <laughs> you gotta earn my trust. Tavon. Tavon. Yes. He sound nineteen. <laughs> there you go. live with his mama. Well, he was before he moved in with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Look. Tavon, Tavon is in the Hell house. No. The kids is having. He need, he need a. He need a. He need Jason. Jason. Fine. Jason is in the house. <laughs> and your kids, they got. What they go? Just Jason, Mister Jason. They gotta call him something. He Mr. obviously <laughs> like uh, the Joker. He obviously interacting with the children because he coming to parents. 
<laughs> with y'all. Listen, we here now. All right. Uh, and how yeah. did you get his mark? Like, let me tell you. Okay, as a woman, and here's and what I, <laughs> as much as I thought this was a crazy situation, there was a part of me that was like, go ahead, girl. <laughs> Because this is not a situation that women are able to pull off very often. You will see women fighting with the mistress. Like, dudes will just leave their girl. Like, y'all don't do very well with being cheated on. Like, you you know, there are dudes that are cheat left and right and sideways and upside down and don't give a fuck. But if they get cheated on, it's like the end of the fucking of course, world. Like, because, how dare you? Because women used to be considered property. Yes. And we will be naive to think that that ideology has completely gone from everybody well, and i'll tell you right motherfucking now <laughs> if i come home and my xbox don't went over to the neighbor's house for them to be able to play it and i get home and i can't play that motherfucker xbox getting his ass whooped i'm gonna tell you right now you know why because xbox is my property and i don't want nobody fucking with my property people clearly are not property yes. so we shouldn't be carrying on the idea that women are property so it looked like that but that's why like okay but regardless of the reason that is usually the case so the fact that this woman was able to pull this shit off and have both of these men willing to live in the same household and be cool with the shit is insane to me like you don't see that happen like i said i've seen plenty of women in a similar situation in a situation like this where their husband got this mistress and they you know the sister wives type shit you see that a lot you don't see two men doing this very what often brother husbands brother husbands <laughs> <laughs> they brother husbands look I, so that i just want to I, I i you know i would never do it but i just want to know how did you pull this off ma'am because that's impressive <laughs> she found two low self-esteem dudes first off her husband low self-esteem and she found another dude that's low self-esteem like jerry from rick and morty <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> it would he is a jerry he yeah. would have to be a jerry he gotta that's be right. a jerry and you know what the other <laughs> Dude, gotta be at least Jerry 2.0. Yeah, you know to accept that. Cause let me tell you something. If I'm married and we having problems and you decide that we don't need to be together, that's fine. You got you a little bitch, that's fine. But if you think for a second that bitch is moving in this house, if you want to live with Susie, you better get the fuck out and go move in with her. She not coming in this house. The fuck I look like this? No, we not finna all living and be one happy big ass family. Get the fuck out if you want to go and you think that y'all want to start your life together. Who am I to stand in your way? But she not finna come in this house. She not finna be interacting with my motherfucking children. That's what's not. We ain't finna go to no parents and classes all together and shit. No, you listen, done lost your mind. Listen, we gotta dial this conversation back a little bit because the question you ask is by far not represented by this particular situation. <laughs> it is. So let's dial it back and come to this. Hold dating on, hold on. So, no, this, he is dating somebody that is separated and he just happens to be living in Wait a household. minute, wait a minute. No, that adds a fucking <laughs> fucked up ass layer to that situation. When you said the question, ask me the question. Are there rules to dating someone who is separated but not yet divorced? So what that means to me is I live in my home, she lived wherever she lived, she was married, I met her somewhere and I know that she's married and separated. I'm sure it started out that way. Well, that, that that's what I'm thinking about <laughs> the rules come from. Like we're okay. building the rules for that situation. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you what my rules are <laughs> for that situation, okay? Number one, I'm already gonna assume that you're going back to your husband at some point, okay? <laughs> I am not looking for this to be no long-term shit. I'm not looking to fall in love with you. If I start catching feelings, I gotta go. 
<laughs> because I'm not trying to set myself up because you got a history with somebody, you got a whole system set up, you already got bank account, you got you got a whole system set up. And maybe kids with that person. What the fuck I look like taking a chance <laughs> on a new job that might give me the same shit when I can just go on back to my old position that I've been in. <laughs> so I just think that's how you think. Now, if because I think like that because you said you're separated. Yes. You know, you didn't say I'm finna get a divorce. Yep. You said I'm separated. Yep. Saying you're separated to me means that you have at least some kind of desire to mend that situation. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's rule number one. I ain't taking you serious no damn way. So I ain't going to get to no point <laughs> to where we going to move in with nobody. I'm ain't finna move in with y'all and y'all ain't finna move in with me. But that's because I ain't no Jerry or no Jerry 2.0. <laughs> I, I ain't finna do that. Now, I ain't no super duper masculine, oh, I'm gonna beat everybody ass in this situation ass dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm reasonable enough to, to know that you've got another dude that you gotta tend to and maybe kids that y'all two gotta figure out. But I'm not I'm not taking that situation serious to get to that level. Okay, I have another example. This one is where you don't know that okay. the person's married. Okay. So guy meets a girl, she's from the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. They date you know, they, they fall in love. He he proposes to her. Everything is great. After the proposal, she says, I got to tell you something. And he's like, okay. And she says, well, I, technically, I'm married. But it was only for me to be able to get my green card so that I could become a citizen. So I'm married. But like I'm not with him And like never really was with him But we gonna have to take care of that Before we actually like get married Okay so The most important question in this situation is Is she legal now? She's legal now She's legal now Yes Because she got married to the other person Yes So I found me a, 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 an exotic woman huh? Yes She is from another country Yeah Well Bahamas yeah Okay She's from Bahamas um, but she didn't tell you this shit. Like as y'all were getting close, like because here's the thing: she knew all of this time that y'all have been dating, that y'all are getting closer and closer, and never said anything. And she let you propose to her before she said, "Hey, I'm married." What that's supposed to change? What do you mean? What that's supposed to change? What is it? I don't know what it's supposed to change. I I'm gonna have some trust. You kept a whole marriage for me because here's the thing. There's really, if what you're saying is true, that the only reason you married this person was to get your green card, I feel like that ain't a reason for you to have kept it this long. Like, that's something you could have said, you know, I'm, I'm technically unmarried, but I needed to be a, you waited until after I proposed to you to tell me this. So that makes me question the legitimacy of what you're saying, because it, if the situation is like what you say, it's not that big of a deal. So why would you have waited this long to let me know that this was going to be a hurdle in us moving forward with our life together and getting married? Because now you're going to have to figure out a way to get a divorce. Because if, if you did only marry him for legality reasons, you might not even know what this motherfucker is now. So like the divorce process is going to be a little bit different. Not to mention how long ago did this happen? Because I think that there's like a... um. There's some things in place to keep people from just doing that shit and then getting divorced after they get citizenship. So I think you have to be married for a while or they'll revoke your citizenship. So it's like, are we even finna be able to do this now? Because we might have to wait another year before you would be able to get a divorce and it not impact your citizenship. Like there's a lot, this added a whole nother layer of difficulty because you weren't honest. I would have a problem with that. It, it wouldn't be okay with me. It's a conversation to have. 
But to me, it don't make that big of a difference. Because number one, let me reiterate, marriage is only as important to me as it is to the other person. <laughs> I could care less. We can come and law this damn hoe if we want to. I don't, I don't care if we exchange jewelry in front of people. I don't care about that. Now, let me clarify my views about marriage. Marriage is not the end all be all. Marriage is a marker at best a milestone in a relationship it don't change the relationship but what if you were one of these people who who had a different opinion about marriage like if some so like a dude that did take marriage more seriously and did see it as something like because he'd been raised to think that it was this big deal then what well because it you know. let me answer the question for myself first uh so because of that marriage is not a big deal for me if if i've gathered enough intel about you and decided that I want you to be the person I spend the rest of my life with, then it ain't really much else if you got the personality I hope to have in a person and the the connection that I hope to have in a person. You got all of that stuff, then that's what I want. Me having that from you ain't contingent upon whether you had been single for your whole life, had never been married. Like It ain't contingent upon that stuff. It's contingent upon who you are. See, I think we we would look at this in two different ways. For me, it's not even necessarily the fact that you're married. For me, it's the, the dishonesty and you keeping it. Because then my Discovery ID channel mind is going to then be like, okay, what the fuck else? Like, do you have kids that are back in the Bahamas that you haven't said nothing about? Like, what other things have you not told me? Because, again, if this situation is what you say it is, this there's no reason for you to have waited this long to say this. Like, that could have been something that you told me that we dealt with a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that you've waited this long and cause you kind of, now you kind of have to tell me like we didn't start making plans and, and, and setting dates and all of it. You I, legally, you can't get married. So you have to tell me now, this isn't because you just wanted me to know this. You have to tell me. So what other things are you keeping that you might not necessarily have to tell me at this point? For me, it would be a, I don't really trust you as much now because you've been, that's a pretty big thing. If we're getting married, you already being married. That's a problem because it, it impedes us from being able to move forward and get married. And if I asked you to marry me, obviously marriage is important enough for me to want to do it. <laughs> so well, let me just add that as, as far as saying like there is a baseline for what is unacceptable. This just ain't it. Okay. Like if she told me, look, I got something to tell you before we get married. Um, I murdered my parents and I've been on the run for 15 <laughs> years from my native country. Okay. This shit over. All right. Now. Bye. You know, yes, I've chosen all the things about you, but I didn't know you was a murderer. Like. What if she had a kid? What if she wasn't married, but she had a kid back in the Bahamas that she's now going to expect to come live with y'all when you get married that she didn't tell you about? We can't do kids. Like, <laughs> at the point that I'm there, it wouldn't have been a lie of omission. She would have had to actively been lying to me because I asked that question. Like, I have conversations about kids, if they want kids, things of that nature, like, she would have had to been covering up and hiding the fuck out of that shit. Opposed to, I, I maybe I would have asked somebody if they ever been. I wouldn't. I don't think I asked somebody if they ever been married before. I asked that question. I'm just because I'm just curious to know. Um, I don't know. Just if it's a situation where you've actively lied to me, 
And then you come back around, it's different opposed to a live omission to where I just I didn't inquire about it. Well, let's say you and forgot that information. Cause you you know you and when you started dating her, you didn't see a kid, so you assumed that she didn't have any. If you didn't ask, would you still be upset about it? Well, I mean, like I said, there <laughs> there is a level of things that if I find out it's a problem, having been married to get a green card to be a legal citizen just ain't on big on that. But I don't. I guess I'm just not trusting. Because you're automatically assuming that what she's telling you is true, that she did only marry him to get a green card. I don't give a fuck <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but what if it ain't true? What if that ain't what happened? What if she didn't just marry him to get a green card? Well, is she still finna marry me now? Can we resolve the issue with the man? Can she divorce that person? It depends on why she left that nigga. <laughs> I don't know. Because, again, like I said, with green card, it, even if she did, they have like these these systems and because people you know people do that shit they'll just go get married so they can get a green card i you have to be married a certain amount of time like you because if you get if you as soon as you get your citizenship you get a divorce and shit they will revoke your citizenship so you know there might be some other stuff you got to consider in whether or not y'all are able to get married well, I mean, I take that I take my proposal back. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? Like <laughs> I don't like I said, it's about the mani- level of manipulation. If I feel manipulated, then that's a problem. If I feel like this person just really didn't know the best time to figure this out and this just how it had to come about, like it's contextual. Like I will take all of that into consideration, you know? Like I said, for me, back to the separation separated. Like I just feel like you haven't gotten your divorce. For me, that it signals to me a little bit more that you are actually ready to move forward. Because like I said, with you being separated, even if it's because y'all can't, you don't have the money. Like, I still feel like that is an indicator to me that you are not ready to be in a relationship. You have some shit you still need to be taking care of. If you dating me, it's not going to help you accomplish those fucking goals. So for me, like, regardless of whether or not y'all actually are just really fucking done with each other and you just don't have the money, you still need to handle that. That still needs to be handled for me. That still shows me that you are not in a place that I feel like is appropriate for us to start moving forward with our shit because that's going to always be there. And like I said, we get moved, you know, we move forward and, and now we looking at getting married. This shit's still sitting over here. We still got to deal with that shit. Like that's still going to be a, uh, something that's going to impede us from being able to. And I don't know that I'm going to, I don't know that I want to help pay for somebody getting divorced. Like, I don't feel like that's my fucking responsibility to be honest like i ain't married i shouldn't have to pay for you to divorce like i just i wouldn't want to partake in that you know that's something that you that's that's separate from me that i don't feel like i need to help you with it's more important questions to ask to find out like you know have you ever had a train ran on you like more than three or four dudes gonna answer that honestly there been, are people that are at that wheel but most people will not answer this shit honestly have you ever been on the unglory side of a glory hole oh. you know <laughs> like <laughs> jesus <laughs> have you ever thought about sex with animals oh. i'm just saying these things exist they do but i don't feel like those are questions you're gonna get honest <laughs> answers to i don't feel like nobody's gonna be like well this one time with this horse like nobody's gonna <laughs> 
<laughs> like she not gonna tell you that shit especially if you're asking because you asking me you ain't really with it so i'm not gonna tell you I'm that just saying, there's more important questions those are not the more important questions <laughs> don't y'all be out here asking people if they fucking horses don't do that don't listen to him. Those are not the more important <laughs> questions. I'm just saying, I didn't no. even, even say horses specifically. You brought oh, that into well, the conversation. Because, I, have I told you the story about how, okay, so. Nope, you haven't. <sighs> <laughs> so, there was a period of time when I was a teenager that my mom decided that she was going to get involved in selling bootleg CDs. I don't know why she just did or bootleg movies, DVDs. So she had like boxes of movies, right, uh, that were made. And so one of the movies was called Animal Farm. Okay. I, in my naivete, thought that it was just like a movie about animals or a movie about like a farm. You know, it's a book called Animal Farm. Yes. So I'm thinking it's something along those lines. So I put the DVD in and I hit play. And this was a video of a white woman being fucked by a horse. Can't get it out to here. Huh? When I tell you, first of all, I don't know if y'all have ever seen a horse's penis. It is huge. And so it was just horrible like i felt so bad for the lady because i was just like she did that on purpose she did but like it was so (laughs) bad oh it was and you can't watch no nigga i turned this shit off but like you how long did you watch i don't know because like i'm (laughs) <laughs> so you mean to tell me when the DVD started, it just started playing? Did you have to go to menus? That was yeah, you had to like, it, but it's a bootleg. So like the menu, the, it doesn't have like scene titles or no shit. It basically was just like a pl- uh, thing to hit play, and then I did. It went straight to her being fucked by the horse. That was the first. There was scene. no titles. It didn't say Evelyn fucking the horse or <laughs> no. nothing like that. Straight to her fucking the horse. Soon as I hit play. So I sat there long enough for me to like get out of my shock and like stop it. But it's one of them things you can't unsee. So anytime somebody say something about bestiality, I always fucking think about that lady and that horse. Triggered. Oh my, it was so bad. Like horses are huge. Like who the fuck, who was looking at a horse and was like, I bet it would be amazing. To see somebody get fucked by this horse, like a person, like it was horrible. So I'm finna make this a hell of a lot worse for you. Why the fuck? Just because that's what I do. Red, you do know that at some point. No, don't. I your know mama what, no. had to ask somebody. Do you have some where the horses I don't is fucking think, the white women? I don't think. I think that she just got like a bunch of movies. Like she got whatever, whoever she was working with told her was popular so that she could sell those. I don't know. I was, I'm 
for my own peace of mind, I'm going to say that she also thought that... Because the, the case did not make you feel like that this was going to be Your a porn. Your mama knew she had porn. She didn't have a whole bunch of Pocahontas and fucking Aladdin no, and it, all this shit. No. And then out of the blue, this animal form no, now. No, she had like... Because at this point, like the Tyler Perry plays were really popular. Like she had movies. movie. That was the only porn movie that I ever saw in the lit pack of movies. And I, I always saw her unless she hid the rest of them and just forgot about fucking Animal Farm. All of the rest of those movies, because all of the other movies, I recognize the titles. That's why I chose Animal Farm, because I was like, well, I don't know what this one is, because I knew what all the rest of them were. Do your mama know this story? No, because I didn't want to discuss it with her. I ain't say shit. I've never said shit about it. You and grown. I it's time not. to talk about it no. now. It's time to like, mama. No. When you were selling them DVDs, no. how much porn did you have? No. She's going to be like, I didn't have no porn. Mama. <laughs> mama. Uh, let me tell you something. No. No. I'm never. This it, will be. I will be take this to, to the grave. No, it won't. For who? No, For I'm you? Because she's not your mama. Listen, man. <laughs> no. My mama. No. For 33 years. Done been telling me Jesus, 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 okay? <laughs> if I found some porn under my mama mattress, bruh, we got some discussions to have. Oh, but my mom is not, not when I'm a kid, but when I'm grown, I'm coming back for my this. My mom is not super religious like your mom. So like my mom had she does drink upon occasion. She curses. It. Like it wasn't like that. But I don't wanna know. These are questions I don't need to know. I don't. And I wish that I could not remember this shit about Animal Farm. To be honest with you, it was horrible. Like, traumatizing. It was so fucking you start, terrible. You don't even, you never looked at horses the same, huh? I mean, I don't go looking between a horse's legs. You can't even see You ain't see gotta it. see a horse's penis to know that a horse is what you I saw in the video. Think about it. And the only time that this comes up is bestiality specifically. Anytime somebody starts talking about that shit, it always comes to mind. I knew it was alright for you say to, for you to say horse specifically. That is why I said horse <laughs> specifically. <laughs> because I've seen it and it's horrible. That was so fucking terrible, man. That was so, and then so William, my younger brother, was at home at the time. And so <laughs> he said something like, I, I never told him either, but he had said something like after the fact about, oh, I wonder what Animal Farm is. And I was like, no, <laughs> we not watching that shit. I said, pick something else. You should have threw Animal Farm away. She took the movies away a bit. Like, so what she, I don't know where she sold them. I guess like maybe at work where she worked at at the time. So like when she went to work, the movies went with her. Uh, so like she took them away and eventually Animal Farm was just not left. So people were buying it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if there were a shit ton of people who bought Animal Farm thinking it was one thing or did everybody know what it was? Like, did everybody who bought Animal Farm like, oh shit, I'm finna watch this bitch get fucked by this Well, that, you shouldn't assume that if you want to maintain the innocence that you think your mama got in this situation because if <laughs> your mama was selling Animal Farm to people who knew what it was, then your mama had to know what it was too. I just don't feel like, I mean... I, or, or, or she was like, damn, this Animal Farm popular. Let me see what this is. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I don't need to know. I don't need to know. I don't even know how the fuck we got on bestiality. <laughs> how did we arrive here? <laughs> this is what we do. I don't even remember how we I got here. But... I was talking about the lady having kids, and somehow we got to her fucking animals. Oh, that was one of the things you couldn't deal with. Oh, yeah, like... All questions you have to ask. Don't yeah. ask people about them fucking animals. That is not a question you need to ask. Unless you think they might have. 
they're not gonna answer honestly nobody's gonna like i don't feel like that's something people are proud to say like i fucked the shit out <laughs> it's like uh, that shit was so terrible i just can we not let's move on <laughs> I don't feel like that for me there are no rules I feel uh, uh, if you were gonna do it I would say taper your expectations understand that you are in a situation where the person that you are with might they might work the shit out because that's what separation is for it is separation is is made it isn't made for people who can't just get a divorce the shit is supposed to be for y'all to try to work it out and determine whether you want to get a divorce people just use that shit because they don't either don't want to get the divorce don't want to pay the money to get the divorce but separations are designed for you to try to work on your relationship and decide whether or not you want to stay together so you are taking a risk that they might work the shit out you're just going to be left out here in the cold so if you're going to do that taper your expectations recognize the situation that you are in i would say um and i mean it works out for some people i just i personally just feel like it's enough shit dealing with relationships i ain't finna add that you being married legally married on top of that like fuck it i don't think i would leave i don't think i would separate from somebody i wouldn't we getting either, married we, to. we yeah, working we it out or we getting a divorce yeah ain't gonna be no little middle ground <laughs> no. or what happened you know mm-hmm. how many cases where a woman get pregnant or a dude yeah. get a woman pregnant During in the middle the of the separation yep I ain't trying to have no complicated nope. ass shit added on to Either that. we together or we not. But that's what I'm saying. Separation is not supposed to be for you to be out here fucking folks and making babies. Because if you're going to do that, then you might as well go and get the fucking divorce. Separation is designed for you to work on your relationship and determine whether or not this is salvageable. And sometimes it's hard to do that in the same household, so you separate. It does not mean that you are free to go fucking whoever. So... I would just say tape your expectations and know the situation. Understand that it, at any point during that separation, these niggas can decide they want to get back together. And it's nothing for them to get back together. You understand? Because they're not legally divorced. It's nothing for them to just resume this relationship. And a lot of times there are ways to get a legal separation. Most of the time, people don't even do that shit. They just call themselves separated. So it's nothing for them to get back together. It isn't like a difficult process. You know what I'm saying? They just go back and move back into the house with their spouse and they continue living their life. So just know where you at and know the the situation and and what could potentially happen and just be prepared if you're going to decide to date somebody that's separated, I would say. Pass. Next question. <laughs> like, uh, what's that show with Steve Harvey? Oh, um, oh. and his mustache. <laughs> Family Feud. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so if y'all have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarnartist at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, conversationcarnartist at gmail.com. Uh, since we're talking about marriage and divorce and these things. <laughs> There is a North Carolina man that is suing an NFL player for seducing his wife. <laughs> Damn. How you mad at the man? A man by the name of Joshua Jeffers is suing Philadelphia Eagles Fletcher Cox. Why his last name has to be Cox? <laughs> of course he's going to seduce your wife with a last What's name the like that. Name? Joshua Jeffers. Okay. And the uh, NFL player's name is, is Fletcher Cox. Everybody black? Yep. Uh, for seducing his wife. Yes, you read that correctly. Jeffers is alleging in his lawsuit that he found Snapchat messages and explicit photos in his wife's phone from Cox and is now suing him for alienation of affection. 
ain't that what you do for the person, your spouse? <laughs> He's seeking coins to the tune of $50,000 for damages Cox has caused his marriage and the substantial emotional distress Cox has caused him. They, uh, they white. They are? Let me see. Oh. He got a black name, though. Yeah. <laughs> Fletcher <laughs> Cox? What? No, Fletcher Cox is definitely black. Jo uh, Joshua Jeffords. Oh, okay. He he white. Oh, so then she fucked a black man. That's what it's really mm -hmm. about. <laughs> he's, he's either... <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, he's geez. either racist all the way or not racist at all. <laughs> so the difference between... <laughs> oh, God. You know you don't have to say this. <laughs> You don't have I'm to. I'm going to. All the right. difference between his interaction with her when she found out was saying, I can't believe you had this Negro penis versus I can't believe you had that nigga's dick. <laughs> That's the difference. That's how you know if he's racist or not. Jesus. Extreme measures. You got to take extreme measures to find the racist. Guess it don't. First, if you want to know if a white man is racist, you got to punch him in the face and see what he say. <laughs> if he call you a nigga, he's racist. If you just get mad and just start shaking, you're all right. But he finna kill your ass, <laughs> he though. He finna, finna go pop you. the trunk. Joshua needs... Look, Joshua, your wife saw an NFL player and she had sex with him. It happens. You suing him is crazy. Yo, why are you more... I don't understand how people get more mad at the person that your girlfriend, wife, whatever, cheated on than you are at your girlfriend or your wife. She should have sat the fuck down. She knew she was married before she went over there jumping on his dick. How you mad at, at the man? Don't be mad at Fletcher. Fletcher didn't do anything but do what, what NFL players do. They fuck bitches. Your wife just happened to be one of them. Apparently in a text, <laughs> I'm reading the text messages, <laughs> it says uh, Cox replied that he wants to get her pregnant. You were just saying you weren't ready to settle down when we were at the hotel. I'm not going to be a single mom. Oh, see, now she racist. <laughs> she out here assuming because he a black dude, she going to be a single mom after they have You ain't going to be a single mom, bitch. You got a husband. <laughs> he said, you ain't going to be no damn single mom. She said, I'm just telling you how I feel, boo. Oh. He said, listen to me. She said, I'm listening. He said, trust me. She said, and loving everything you have to say. He said, exactly. Get to know me on other levels. Are you scared of something? She said, hell no. He said, well, let's do. He he can't text. He's an NFL player. I don't imagine many of them are all that smart. <laughs> but I honest. feel like I barely know you. I want to know it all. Your family, your friends, your past, everything. I really like you. Trust me. That's going to happen. Okay, I trust you. Well, let's have a baby. <laughs> what? I want to find out everything about you. But in the meantime, let me impregnate you. How the fuck does that make sense? So apparently they had another conversation. <laughs> and apparently I guess he had a they played the Jets and he said Jets, but I won't play the end of his text. She said, Well then there's no reason for me to watch. He said, Haha, not at all, baby. And she said, I'll bartend tomorrow night. He said, I want to get you pregnant. He said, best <laughs> response ever. That's what she said. We make some damn beautiful babies. He said, I'm dead ass serious. She said, like I said last night, I want to get to know you, babe. I know we're compatible sexually, but I want to know we're on other levels as well. Imagine, hus imagine a husband reading this. Bro, his stomach is hurting. It feels like his stomach being run got like a sponge. It feels like his heart is being poked with little pins right now. Like real little ones. Like acupuncture, like 
sharpness. Oh, shit. He ain't happy right now. Oh, Lord. That is terrible. <laughs> and he only suing him because he real. What would he be doing if this dude was just a broke dude down the street? <laughs> and is her, like, her motivation just because he in the NFL? Yeah. Because he ain't even playing. <laughs> this man might be making five-figure salary. <laughs> she might be. He might be making almost less than a husband. Oh, shit. Being in the NFL don't guarantee that she you're making seven a, figures. She wants to be a wife, an NFL wife. She already she, a wife. No, she wants to be an NFL wife. <laughs> so she could, well, not basketball wife. Didn't they have an NFL wife? Like, it wasn't basketball wife. They had football. She want to be a football wife. Let me see her husband again. He got a long head. <laughs> How long his head is though? <laughs> his head look like a thumb. Well, he's compared to your other fingers. He's <laughs> he's an attractive man, like you know. He probably attractive and boring as hell, man. Yo, but the NFL. He probably don't wipe his ass like that last uh like last podcast. He probably got shit in his ass on the sheets. I, when I hear I want to have a baby with you by this NFL player, all I hear is I want to hit it raw. It ain't got nothing to do with him making no motherfucking baby. I don't believe that. I'm sorry. You want to have a baby with a bitch you don't even know. You talking about you want to get to know her and everything, but in the meantime, let's make this baby. Like, get the fuck out But of at here. least he knows the inadvertent side effects of hitting it raw, <laughs> and he is alerting her of that. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I do want to hit it raw. Babies come from hitting it raw. So, hey, let's just skip the middle, man. I want to get you pregnant. <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe she rich. Maybe he make five figures and maybe she make like seven. Maybe he trying to trap her. Anybody thought about that? He might be. He might be. <laughs> he already know he ain't finna play in some NFL games. He, he might the be a Jets, season away from I'm getting not cut. Playing. <laughs> this man is a season away from getting cut. He is trying to secure his future. This husband is just a side effect. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, thumbhead. This is it's finna be over for you. <laughs> you 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 crapped out. Why are you suing the player, sir? Like I ain't never. Let me tell you, if I I, I have been cheated on, and I the only time I got into it with the other good woman is because she had a problem with me, and I was gonna whoop her ass. Now outside of that, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about who she is. I'm mad at you because the loyalty is supposed to lie with you. I don't know that bitch, and she don't know me, so. She doing what, what scandalous bitches do, and that's fuck niggas even if they with somebody. My issue is with you because you knew for a fact that we were together and you decided to go do this shit anyway. So all of my rage and all of my anger is going to be directed towards you, motherfucker. Not her. So for him, what, what did you Just divorce your wife. Your, divorce, your wife is out here bouncing on any NFL player that show her attention. Obviously, because she didn't got her one that don't even play. Okay, let's... Let's say that you were in a marriage. Mm-hmm. And let's say that since not even the let's not go sports. Let's go just a CEO of a company. Okay. A woman that's a CEO of a company, she making seven figures, mm-hmm. had an affair with your husband. Mm-hmm. Now let's say that you could look into a crystal ball and see that if you sue her, you getting six figures. Would you do it? Would you do it if knowing knew, that for sure. knowing that it would it would set you up and, and cost them for his infidelity? Yeah, I still fuck him up and sue her and get the money. Yeah, so, if I knew for sure that that's gonna be the way that it turned out. Well, this man is hurt, and he got a thumb head, 
and he is very boring. He doesn't know that. It, first of all, it ain't because who tried that? And uh, not and Fantasia was fucking a married man, and his wife tried to do the same shit with Fantasia and sue her. That shit don't work because there's no law. That NFL player did not break any laws in fucking her. None. Biblically, he she as the adulterer fucking somebody knowing that she met. like he broke no laws. You have no grounds. They might have a prenup. Who? Them two. Okay, but the prenup only applies to the spouse, not to anybody she might be fucking. He don't have a leg to stand on as far as suing this NFL player. That's what I'm saying. You just, you feeling better, I guess, by doing it. You're not going to get no money from it. He didn't commit no crime. He didn't break a contract. A prenup is a contract between you and your wife. Now, your wife broke the contract. I suppose maybe you could sue her. But you ain't finna get nothing from this fucking NFL player, sir. He he don't owe you shit. <laughs> Your wife is the one who decided that she was gonna entertain this shit and have sex with this man. Apparently, the laws in North Carolina make it worth a shot. Really? It says in North Carolina, married people can sue for alienation of affection, which is what he's doing. And it says a bad look, but he's and he's hoping to get fifty thousand dollars out of cock, which is worth a shot given the laws. In North Carolina, but he's also got to consider the downside of the lawsuit. Now the world knows that a rich fat man, eight years his junior, stole his wife. That's, <laughs> that's not ex- exactly something one should be eager to publicize. Well, it is. A, okay. Ain't nobody in, in NFL fat. And maybe why he on the bench. <laughs> oh, he, if he in the NFL, he's at least solid. Let me, let me look. What he, I'm now curious to see what the nigga look like. Oh, this him. He looked like a fuck boy. Yeah. He looked like he'd tell you that he want to get you pregnant. Hit he looked like he's telling multiple you, bitches this. Like she that, ain't the only one. And he will make you a single, <laughs> single parent, a single mom. I mean, here's the thing. You get your fifty thousand dollars. Let's say he does win. Your wife still fucked the nigga. She literally fucked. She fucked a black man and embarrassed you. That fifty thousand dollars not gonna make that better. It's not. It ain't. It ain't. He first, but, but having nothing from it gonna make it make it worse. It ain't gonna make it worse. It's just a fucked up situation. Like I said, I've been cheated on. Don't nothing make that shit better but time and just getting past it. It ain't gonna fifty thousand dollars is not gonna do shit for him. It's not like and pay, off his, pay off his loans and now pay his mortgage off. Not everybody know you done made it to where not everybody know what the fuck happened. You could have just divorced her ass, told your family and friends she was cheating, whatever, and then only your circle of people would know. Not a whole fuck anybody who come across this story know this shit happens. And now you got all of this embarrassment and you hurt. Fifty thousand dollars is not gonna raise that. It ain't. It is not. And ain't nobody going to be like, well, you got $50,000. Everybody going to be like, that nigga is a chump. Clearly, money is not the key to happiness, okay? <laughs> but I would rather have rich man problems <laughs> than poor man problems, okay? Now, $50,000 ain't rich man problems, but still, $50,000 and suffering is better than nothing and suffering. I mean, he might, it depends if they got a prenup and she does have money. He ain't going to get nothing because he proved this shit. He got the messages and shit, so he can't show that she violated their contractual agreement via their prenup and he get money from her like i just i wouldn't do this this is embarrassing i'm not finna put myself on blast like you think you putting her on blast you putting yourself on blast. <laughs> you can't do one without the other so eh, i wouldn't do it 
I, I just I really wouldn't and I mean maybe he'll get his fifty thousand dollars, but shit, if he riding the bench like that <laughs> I just let it go. It. You can go be with him. It's fine. Go make your little mix yeah, mulatto baby. Yeah, I, don't like, care. I don't really care. Go do what you wanna do. She and she looked like somebody who would do some shit like that. She just looked like a fucking groupie ass motherfucker. She looked like one of them white girls that are that be going to football games just to try to get the attention of one of the players. Like she just looked like that kind of person. Anyway. Garbage juice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she think. That's what I think of when I think of people like her. Yeah. Let's see. What am I talking about? A hundred million dollars. Do you know anything about the NFL and a hundred million dollars? A hundred million dollars. A hundred million dollars. No. I would like $100 million. The NFL sat down with some of the players to talk about what they're going to do moving forward as it pertains to the protests and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the NFL said they are willing to put up almost $100 million, like $89 million, to uh, African-American charities and related causes over the next seven years. Uh, and so, so we got a dynamic in this situation. We have... One half of people thinking that the NFL is using this to pay off players to stop protesting. It's like hush, but man. them stopping protesting isn't a caveat of that money. So uh, a lot of people are saying that the NFL is just doing the right thing because they're not telling the players they got to stop, or they're not changing the rule books to make the players go into the NFL or to stay in the locker room during the national anthem. They're actually seemingly trying to address the causes that have created the reason for the protest how is that addressing the causes by donating to african-american charities if the cause is police brutality and the mistreat like I- not just african-american charities african-american charities and causes like not just charities but is but black lives matter going to be one of those i would imagine that 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 a group in the NFL will get to define that like players, somebody who represents what that protest means that's in the NFL. I would have to see the details of this deal before I could really make it. Cause I, I mean, it sounds good, but it sounds too good. It, it So y'all are just going to give $89 million and not have any stipulations. You're just doing that out of the goodness First of your over, heart. It's over seven years, $10 million a year. They make that money off one. It don't matter though. It When it comes to us, you know, five dollars given to us is a big deal to some white folks. So, like, it don't matter if it if they could. There's a lot of things that white people could do without that would benefit us, but they still choose to not to do it. So, it not being a big deal to them monetarily don't really mean nothing to me. Like, I would. It's just odd that they would do that. No stipulations. We just giving all this money just cause. I just that sounds too good to but, be. And true, that's man. why some of the players have copped out of the deal. They say it hadn't been transparent enough. To know what else is connected to yeah, it. Yeah, because it just sound that just sound way too good to be true to me. I wouldn't trust it. I would need to see the details of this deal. What if there's if there's um causes that you're uh, that are exempt from this because they could put a list of causes that they're unwilling to support, but any other ones outside of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would just have to know more about it before I could give an opinion about but it. But it it still breeds my frustration because what do what do we want? Well, what do we want from any of this? You know what? What would Colin Kaepernick want? Would Colin Kaepernick say a million dollars ain't enough? Would he say that they need to do it genuinely, which we never expect from a white 
own organization who would challenge this shit anyway to do like i don't think we're ever going to get a group like they don't have to do shit no they don't they can just tell these fucking players stay in the locker room they can tell these players stand up or your ass is gone like what do we expect them to do like this something is something better than nothing or are we only willing to accept something on our terms If I saw the terms of this agreement and it it didn't seem like it was no shady shit involved where they weren't telling them that they couldn't continue to protest, where they weren't saying, well, we're not going to. Now, it it can't be these particular organizations and the organizations that they are saying are the ones that are are fighting against police brutality. Then I, I would be more accepting of it, I guess. But I feel I guess I just feel like it's the same way with like reparations. That is how I feel about reparations, even if they gave us money. If if all of the systems in place continued to stay the same, we just be oppressed people with money. Like shit, just still. No, the we shit wouldn't be oppressed people with money because we're going to put the money right back into the system that gave it to us. And now white people just get to say y'all shut the fuck up. If we can't have, I want to take money. If we can't have something that will help build wealth, like give us land. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Find muster up some land. Give us land. Give us something that we can build yeah. on. Don't just give us a paycheck. So I wouldn't accept that. But that's what I'm saying about this money. Like I just, I would have to see how the money could be used. But this, but but this is a private business. It ain't like this. The government. It ain't like you're trying to get this from the government. I, I mean, understand this is, that. But if if they're even with them being a private business, if they are saying that we see that what y'all are protesting about, we understand what y'all are protesting about, and we're giving you this money because of the protest and what you're protesting about, then it does matter if they understand. If they truly understand what the protest is about and their goal is to really help the cause that's being protested well, see, or if they're just throwing money at it to say we did something. Well, that, I don't I, I don't care. I don't care. Why? Because I don't expect a white man that owns a football team to genuinely give money because he understands the cause and he is genuinely trying to change it. I don't think that's something we will ever get from a 70-year-old-ass Cowboys owner. So but if what? he's willing to participate in that and allowing the people who do care to disperse that money in the communities that will help, that's different. So, like you said, yeah, we need the measures, but I am not looking for uh, no gen- genuity, gen- genuineness. With, I ain't looking for them motherfuckers to be genuine <laughs> in those actions because I just we haven't gotten that across history from white America as it pertains yeah. to anything white America would do for black America. But I mean, if the reason, if the organizations that represent the reasons that the, the, the players are protesting are left out of where the money can go, how is that helpful? Yeah, it's going to help these other things, but what we're still saying is going on, is still going to go on. That's what I'm saying. I would have to see where the money can be allocated. Well, right now, a lot of the consensus is that it don't look like many strings are attached, but if there is any part of it that tries to silence somebody or tries to have NFL players sign for accountability or consequences for what they do or anything of that nature, then, you know, yeah, it's a problem, but I don't necessarily mean that I wouldn't accept that money because I, as a private business that's trying to make their business thrive and trying to make shit look good to white America and try to help, you know, uh, keep their players from fucking protesting or whatever they're going to do, I don't expect them motherfuckers to be happy about it. And I don't expect them to do it because they understand the plight of the black community. I don't expect them to be happy about it or to understand. All I'm saying is, if they're going to do it, I, I, even if they don't really care, they, I just don't want them to put 
measures in place that would keep it from doing the good that we need it to do. Because just having money and not being able to do what you need to do with the money. If, if somebody gave you money and said, but you can't pay no bills with this money. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm looking at it like, I'm looking at it like, if if somebody, if I needed money or I wanted money for something that was important to me, is there a difference between uh, them not genuinely saying, here you go, money to do whatever you want with and throwing it in my face? If it's still the same amount of money that I need for whatever my struggles are. Again, my it's not about the way that it's being given. I, again, my issue is I I just want to know that the money can be used the way it needs to be, and that they're not right now. There aren't any stipulate, but even there there are even players. You just said that feel like it's something fishy with it. They don't even trust it. I'm just not gonna be willing to just say, oh, they're giving us eighty nine million dollars. That's great, regardless of whether or not they care or not. To me, it isn't about, I don't care whether they give a shit about it or if they, they just doing it just to do. But if they're going to put measures in place where it cannot be used in a way that's going to help what we've been saying and the reason why the players are even protesting in the first place, then the giving the money don't mean shit. If well, you're going to tell me I can't use it for the things that we need to use it. Like I said, it's like giving me money and saying, but I can't pay no bills with it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think. I'm going like, to be homeless with money. I, I really don't think there would be a large consensus of acceptance. If that were the case, now we don't know, but it's a, it's only a few NFL players that shied away from it just because they haven't been transparent about it. It's a the lot process. of people that will see money and just accept the money, not necessarily taking into account or being careful about the strings that are attached. So eight and nine million dollars, even if it's over the course of seven years, I mean, and I, you, I mean NFL players again. I said this about that the story before. I just they're not the Colin Kaepernick is like. An exception. I, I just don't think the majority of them are these intelligent, like deep individuals. I think the ones who, that represent these unions are. I think the ones that represent these players' unions and these organizations are. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen some CNN interviews with some of them players when this happened, and some of them dumb as hell. Yeah. But, you know, the ones that are smart, they smart. Like, they, it's a lot of people that in those environments that are businessmen that can negotiate. And that, you know, are willing to, you know, stand by what they believe, regardless of what the money got to do with it. Hence, the two dudes jumping out of it. Because there wasn't no issue with the money for them. Apparently, the process just hadn't been transparent enough. And they paranoid enough to know that they something don't come for nothing. That's they what I'm making us, with <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They ain't making us, they ain't telling us we can't protest. They ain't, like, well, what's. What's, the, what's in it for them type situation and it has to be they're not i mean they are a business and regardless of whether or not it's gonna really put a dent in their pockets they're not gonna do this if it doesn't benefit them some kind of way because you got to understand that while it's gonna make the players happy and while it's gonna make you know black folks that that understand why they're protesting happy the white people who are like you disrespecting the flag you 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 don't care about our soldier like that's gonna infuriate them so they ha it has to be something more to it. I I just cannot accept that they just giving eighty nine million dollars with no strings attached. I just am not trusting enough to think that that's the case. So I would need to know more before I would feel like comfortable with it. It ain't up to me anyway. But it, that just sound weird to me that they just come out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, we're gonna give y'all eighty nine million dollars." Like, but why? <laughs> For what? <laughs> like, what's the catch? So for me, I would need more details about it to to be comfortable. I got gotcha. you. Not a trusting person. <laughs> ID channel. ID channel taught me. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Secure the Palace. Meghan Markle is going to be, I don't know what it's a princess, a princess. Um, she is, she got engaged to um, Prince Henry, Harry, Henry, Prince Harry, uh, which is Prince William's brother. Now, here's the thing. You know, everybody's all excited because she's she's biracial. And they're like, oh, you know, we 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 infiltrating the, the royal family and da 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 da. Here's the thing that I don't know if people recognize. Harry is fifth in line for the throne. Which means Harry will never Harry is scar. Harry would have to kill a lot of people in order for him to be Harry king. Scar from Lion King. Hold he on. would have to kill his brother. You said ska, like the music ska, genre. Ska, ska, like ska. the R one there. So I was thinking if What is, there's a music what is that? Uh S K A. Scar. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Scar. Okay. He would have to kill his brother. He would have to kill his nephew. He would also have to kill his niece. He would then have to kill How are they How are they in front of him? Because the same way Simba was in front of Scar. <laughs> The way that it works is the firstborn son will get the title. And if he kids. dies, and it's, it goes down with his kids. So oh. all the kids will have to die for the secondborn son to get a chance. So he would literally have to kill his grandma, his daddy, because both of them are still alive, his brother, his nephew, and his niece. before he, he Those five people have to die. Harry's not going to become king. So everybody was like, oh, you know. They um they accepting her yeah because they ain't gonna have to ever worry about her being like up in in the top royalty like she is gonna be I think just a princess I don't think she'll be a duchess she'll be a princess but and I mean she'll do good but I don't think people recognize that Harry ain't gonna never be king like fifth in line that's it ain't gonna happen like <laughs> we do know that if if they whole family was a deck of Uno cards he'd be the wild card like. You know that right yeah. yeah oh yeah like they've known for a long time that harry wasn't gonna be shit yeah like he's just the why he's he's a rebel he is like it wouldn't surprise me if he was like you know what i'm gonna find me a black <laughs> fucking black chick to marry for this shit <laughs> i bet it's gonna send them all in all kinds of disarray and i mean don't get me wrong i'm sure they got a problem with her being royalty at all uh, but it it would be di- this would have been a different conversation if William had pulled this shit. If William had gotten an American woman first and then a biracial one on top of that, they'd have probably killed his ass before they would allow that to happen because then she would eventually become queen. But because again, it's Harry and Harry so far down the line, it really don't matter. Like it don't matter. Because the lineage that's gonna be followed is William and his kids. So like, don't nobody really like who? Do you even know who Prince Charles' brothers and sisters is? No, cause don't nobody talk about them niggas, cause they don't matter. Prince Charles is the next one in line. Prince Charles is the one that people focus on. His siblings don't get no shine after this shit. After Meghan and him get married, Harry ain't finna get no shine. Like that's just not how it works. So him marrying her is gonna be a blip in the history books. Like. Especially in British history, like they're not gonna make a big deal out of this because they ain't gonna want to focus on that. Because it's race related. Yeah, they gotta write history. They gotta write her out. And they, with him being fifth in line, it makes it a lot easier for them to write her out because he don't really matter as much because he's never gonna get up to be on the throne. So, I mean, shout out to Megan for becoming a princess though. She gonna have to give up her U.S. citizenship and become a British citizen. Because you cannot be an American and what be a princess. What if he want to come and be an American citizen? 
that he ain't gonna do that. Now nah, he could is he, a rebel, but he ain't he, doing. I he would, can we, like members of. He could denounce his title and yeah. But could he become an American citizen though? Why like would he be able to? Because you know he he's a part of their. He's an integral part of their system. We don't have nothing to do with it. That don't have nothing to do with us, though. If he came over here, took the test, and did all of the shit you have to do to become a citizen, he would become a citizen. So would they let one of Putin's sons come over here and become a citizen? Would we, no, they wouldn't. Because especially not what's going on in Washington. Not pr- prior to, could he have, I guess? I mean, I don't know. National security might have had a... Re- Putin is a little different than the British royal family. Like, the British royal family is not any so kind of a security issue. So what you're saying is based on the American government? Yeah. Okay. Because Putin's son, and you know, it might be some bullshit that come with that. This... I don't even know if he got sons. I don't know either. I ain't never seen nothing about his kids. Me either, I don't know. I would think you would have. He probably killed them. I mean, I wouldn't be when surprised. they were infants. So I think, I mean, I think they them. would give him a lot more shit about it. But like, Prince, if he wanted to denounce his title... And come over here, he could, but he ain't finna do that shit. And who, what, what? Let, let me tell you something. If I met a a, a fucking, uh, what do they call it? A sheik? If I met a sheik. What is a sheik? Where they from? Uh, is it? It's in the desert. I was thinking if you met, if you met Eddie Murphy. Nah, that, well, Zamunda. yeah, an African. If I met a prince or a sheik or whatever, I would give up my American citizenship like that. Give a fuck about this place? I don't like. I'm not tied to this shit. Like, I would much rather me give up my citizenship than I'd be. Just, Tina Turner gave up her citizenship because she married a Swiss man, and now she's a citizen of Switzerland. I would do the same shit. I am not attached to this country that don't really give a fuck about my black ass. You think I really give a fuck? If I was gonna marry into a royal family, I get this shit up with the quickness. When he ain't blinking eye. I don't give a fuck because I'm still going to be attached to my family here. I can still come in and visit and shit. I don't give a fuck. No, you ain't giving up your, your citizenship to become an American. The fuck? I'm going to give up mine and we finna go live in your palace. That's what we finna do. Mm-mm. I don't give a shit about this shit. I would give up my citizenship in a heartbeat. A heartbeat. And I'm sure Megan feel the same way. Plus all of the stuff that she's going to get to do as a princess of the royal family. I mean, she's not going to act anymore. She's giving up her acting career because they do a lot of, uh, they have to go to a lot of events and do a lot of speak. Like she's going to be busy as, as a princess. Like Harry do a lot of stuff. He fuck off, but he also does a lot of stuff as well. She don't need no acting career no more. I mean, I ain't never seen her act anyway, so I don't even know if she good or not. To be she honest, good. she in Suits. Mm-hmm. She good. Suits is a good show. Never watched it, but yeah. So she's once she marries him and get, you know becomes a British citizen and 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 is in her. I mean, she's still doing. She doing events now. Like she just did her first event this week with him as his fiance. Um, so she gonna be busy, too busy to be able to do acting and this apparently. But you know, shout out to her. And let me tell. You, let me just say this. Um. Everybody is upset at her because she said that she identifies herself as biracial and not just as black. I don't get offended by that because I understand the premise behind it. You have two parents. Like, she she told a story about taking a test at school and, you know, when she was younger, like, they just had black, white, Hispanic. I think that might have been it. 
And so she didn't know what to mark because she felt like if she put white, then her mom was going to be offended. And if she put black, then she leaving her dad out. You know what I'm saying? Like, she has two separate cults. So, like, people who get mad at mixed people who, who won't just identify as black, y'all need to sit the fuck down. Like, for me, I don't get offended by that because I understand that you have two parents from two. Now, what the world sees you as might be a little bit different. <laughs> now, Meghan Markle, I feel like, can pass a little bit better than some other mixed people. Um, when her hair straight, she just looked like a tan, like she might be Greek. <laughs> like she pretty, just she pretty light skinned. But I don't get offended when when mixed people say that they don't necessarily consider themselves as black or white because they are a mixture of the two. And to pick one means that I mean, you know, what what do you what does that say about the other parent? Uh, I don't get offended either, but I understand. I mean, it's the way the society set up. When you go back to talking about the one drop rule, where if you got one drop of black blood, you black. You know, I mean that. So I understand how people can not understand how they don't embrace their blackness, but well, I don't they think also it's not embrace. That's the thing. It's like either you you embrace black completely, like you can't say that I'm both black and white. If you say that you're not just black, then you're not embracing your black. When I say they, when I say embracing their blackness, I mean that side versus embracing their whiteness. Yeah. When they don't understand how somebody can't embrace their blackness because they don't know how it feels to have a, another parent of a different culture. Yeah. And so they can only see it through a certain limited lens when biracial kids struggle yeah because the white kids say you don't belong with us and the black kids say well you don't belong with us and they have really a hard time coming up with their own identity and then if you grow up in a family that is a single parent which one is black which one is white you got situation yep you know and then when you grow up in a family where you got both of your parents how do your parents really handle that which side do you gravitate to? Like, is, is the black side kind of hood because they grew up in poverty? Is the is the white side kind of redneck, trailer parkish? <laughs> you know, like, it, all of those things make a difference as to how a child chooses to identify. I think the Maori siblings are a good example of... Because they, they have a... I think their mom is black and their dad is white. Mm-hmm. One of the twins married a black man. Other twin married a white man. And they are now the black guy isn't he ain't like hood, but he also isn't like this pre, you know, he he's just a black dude. The white guy seems a little racist to me. <laughs> like he just give me racist vibes. He's but, traditional Republican. But which both, always give you racist vibes. Yeah. <laughs> but he was like a them, Fox News uh huh. Cast like they all of them give off yeah, the racist view they, because they network. We already think they're gonna say some racist shit yeah. anyway. But I mean they both they were raised by both of their parents and they both chose one got married to somebody black and is having kids that look more black and then the other one got married to somebody white and her kids are light as fuck. Because uh, they got more white and than black. Well, I mean, and I don't think who you choose to have a relationship with is even the biggest struggle. I think the biggest struggle is how you look at yourself in the mirror and identify. Well, it's not, but I feel like people, especially black folks, like Tia more than they like Tamara because of her choice in, in spouse. Like, Well, yeah, that's, that's outside shit. But I'm saying, like, who you choose does have an impact on how the world What I'm saying you. is... They, but they got do a, have whole, a lot of internal. They got things. a whole bunch of struggle to do before they get to a relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They got a whole bunch of internal struggle to figure out mm-hmm. when before they get to a relationship. You know that. I, and it's it just seemed like Tia did better with that 
internal struggles into me. I just don't, and I don't know. Maybe I just don't like her husband, and so I just sub- like subconsciously don't like Tamira. I don't dislike her, but I what I do did, like. What did Tia one better. of them do recently? Where they got in trouble? The one who married to the white dude? Where she? Somebody posted a. I think it was the wedding for Gucci Mane and that uh, and his wife, mm-hmm. and she posted something. People saying black love, black love, and she was. She posted some all lives matter shit. <laughs> all lives, all I'm, loves matter shit about that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's part of why people don't like her because she has taken on. I don't know. If she was already like that before she got with her husband, but she's very Republican now, and that's the difference between her and Tia. And people like Tia more than they do Tamara. Only difference between Democrat and Republican when you're rich is your tax bracket. And what you support financially So they all wealthy So it don't make sense For all all of them To be Republicans But I don't think Tia is And Tia's husband Was broke as fuck Like I watched um, He's an actor right? Yeah But He he didn't get that much work He already He still really don't But I watched I watched the Q&A She has a YouTube channel Tia does And she did a, a question And answer with her husband And they were talking about When they met And apparently he moved to LA before he started getting parts broke as fuck. And she started dating him because one of the questions was like, what does he love about her? And it was because she took a chance on him because when she met him, he had shit. Like he was broke as fuck. I don't remember where he's originally from, but he moved, you know, he do what people do move to LA cause he wanted to pursue acting. And you know, he was, I forgot what his job was when he met her, but I mean, he was doing some acting, but it was like straight to DVD type shit. It wasn't no, you know. So her perspective—I don't know if Tamara would have, would have, would have, would have dated someone like him. Doesn't seem like it. Might be wrong. I don't know her, but I don't know. But you know, good. Congrats to Meghan Markle. I mean, if I could marry a prince, I would. <laughs> so shit. Um. I don't like that so many people. First off, she gonna have to deal with a lot of that old British racism. Oh yeah, that I mean, I mean when they she's were, already dealing with that. When they were dating, he had to come out and like say some shit because the tabloids in Britain was writing all kind of bullshit about her, and the royal family put out like a thing about they needed to basically chill the fuck out. So like, as soon as their relationship became public, before they even got uh, engaged, they was already being racist towards her. Like that's that since they. Uh, relationship became known to the public it's been that way so yeah she got to deal with a lot of racism the other part man it, it go along with what you were saying but i'm just tired of bitter black people mm-hmm. that are are so fucking hurt when black people do shit with white people <laughs> i can't fucking stand these black people who be like oh you gonna you buy it from the white man but you won't spend money with you on your own kind <laughs> Or motherfuckers that be like, well, you know, is you you want to date a white man, huh? You gonna and then even even these posts that I saw a post the other day where this dude said, uh, I met a millionaire the other day and he had an iPhone 5s and I was like, hey, you could buy ten iPhone X's, why don't you? He's like, I don't need it. And then he was like, you know, you drive a 2012 Honda Pilot, you know, you can afford a Bugatti, and he was like, I can afford ten, but you know, this car's paid off. You know, it's 0.9 APR. Like, why do I need it? And he was like, you know, it really opened my eyes. I'm like, bitch, basic ass financial (laughs) advice. Opened your fucking eyes because a white man said it. (laughs) Nigga, 
I, I, I can't do it. I can't keep doing this shit with these black folks, man. Like, goddamn, the world is a lot more complex. Yes. Then you simple-minded motherfuckers. Because people are mad. credit for. Big mad. that I mean, there are black people that are mad. And there are black people that feel like, and this is probably what she's had to deal with her whole life, getting mad because folks are saying that she's black and she's going to be the first black member in the royal You know, if she was saying that she was white, if she and her mama is black, black. Her mama got dreads. Like her mom, I've seen her. Uh, her dad, her mom and her daddy don't look like they would have got together to be honest. Like, cause her daddy. What's her name? Megan Markle. M a r k m a r. You ain't got to spell yeah. it. Google it. Correct me. <laughs> Megan Markle parents. Yeah. Let's see what they look like. Her oh. daddy don't look like he would have been with a sister. He just don't strike me as like if somebody like him came up to me, I'd be like, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, 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 thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see? <laughs> I see. Her mama don't look like a crackhead. She look like an old professor. Yeah. She look like she used to be a professor. She so. look like she does, like, cultural studies at an HBCU. Yeah, she do. <laughs> That's what she looks like. What does her daddy look like? Her daddy look like a fucking... That's fucking Harvey from Suits. Her dad is like a chubby white man. Is that... That's an old ass picture. Well, I don't, I don't know if, um, I think I lost. It looked like Louis C.K. It don't look like nobody that would have been with the the cultural studies professor at HBCU. Like they don't look like they would have made children together. (laughs) I don't know how the fuck that happened, but you know, she has been very vocal about her experiences as a biracial person, about her embracing both sides of her dna about her she and she does a lot of work like she is a u.n ambassador like she not even just talking out of her ass like she's a u.n ambassador she does a lot for like uh she's a feminist like she does a lot of stuff and so her becoming a princess is going to put her in a position where she's going to be able to support a lot of these charities and stuff that she wants to because she'll have the uh the uh means to do so so I just don't understand. Like, let her live. Like, she could have ended up with somebody black. She didn't. And guess what? The white man she ended up with is a prince. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a picture of... Uh, so it's a meme going around with uh, Harry, like, with his hands up, like, a black dude pointing down at folks like he mad about something. Mm-hmm. Like, he got him... Like, the two fingers yeah. pointed at him and like the thumb up. Yeah. yeah, like... He legit mad and people looking at that like when I, I think some one some of the memes were saying stuff like when I saw this pose or this picture I knew Prince Harry was gonna date a black woman or some <laughs> shit, and then they got a picture of him like in a Nazi uniform and I don't know what the context of that is, uh but but it had him dressed up as a Nazi and you know you know how they do man the internet just go. I, when the I internet never forget. Yeah, one. I don't know what the context of that was, but I mean, look, he was real. He it got a huge crush on, crush on Rihanna and was so excited when he got to meet her. Now, if he had tried to marry Rihanna, that might have been a different thing. Hell no. <laughs> he can't have Rihanna. The, Hell no. Well, and the royal family wouldn't have had her in the royal family. Rihanna.
Rihanna would have been in the palace smoking weed and shit like that. And I don't want to say happen. he can't have Rihanna, denoting <laughs> that Rihanna is something similar to being owned some property, you by know, black like people. my Xbox. <laughs> but Rihanna, man, she's just different. What the fuck is going on with Rihanna? Rihanna got like this whole aura of just yeah. awesomeness <laughs> and sexiness and coming off her like, what the fuck is that? I don't know. Where you buy that at? <laughs> well, he was, apparently was also touched by her aura and was very vocal about his excitement when he got to meet her. And But the royal fam, now that, they wouldn't, even with him being fifth in line, I don't think that would have. <laughs> that wouldn't have went. <laughs> they would have really had a problem with her. <laughs> Cause Rihanna don't give a fuck, and Meghan Markle will play ball. I feel like she will learn the etiquette and do accordingly. I can't see Rihanna as a British royal. <laughs> like, she just ain't got enough fucks for uh, to be royalty. <laughs> Is she gonna be doing all kind of bullshit? I wonder if he gonna make her say the royal penis is clean, Your Highness. Uh, that is, he ain't never seen that damn movie, so no, he's not I gonna. I feel like say he that. have. I feel like he done seen Friday the series. <laughs> I feel like he done seen Harlem Nights. I doubt <laughs> it. I would be very surprised if he has. I, he don't give me them vibes. Now, I always knew he did his own thing. He always been the one that, like, did shit that, you know, was not. He was more like his mom. Princess Diana did what the fuck she wanted to do. Uh, for me, he is. he's always been a lot more like his mom than William. William, and it, probably because of the position he was born into, he knew from the time he was born that he was destined to be king. That was what his goal was, that he, he had to act accordingly. And so it wasn't a lot of room for him to be fucking up. Harry didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Harry was going to do what he wanted to do. He was a lot more like his mom. He was already born knowing he wasn't going to be shit. Harry? In comparison. Yeah. Scar, I'm telling you, this is Scar. This <laughs> is Scar. The only way for Harry to become king would be to do what Scar did. Scar killed his brother and attempted to kill his. Well, we can't call him Scar until he he tried to do that shit. Hmm? We can't call him Scar until he tried to well, do yeah. that shit. I mean, he's just in the same position as Scar. I don't know any other family. Right now, he just right now he just sent me from uh, coming to America, even though it ain't his brother. Send me one his brother. Yeah, but it's still his. he's still just useless. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, <laughs> useless shit. He's not useless. He's just not what is destined it? to be king. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. He will never be king. Um, yeah, but you do know that Simba was praying for his, singing for his father's demise. Yeah. Right. He didn't realize that when he was singing I'm it, but essentially. Saying. Can't wait till you be king. Let's make it happen. Well, shit, even William Murder. got a while because Queen Elizabeth is still alive, so she got to die. Then William's daddy, Charles, is going to become king. He got to wait for both of them to die before he even become king himself, so William got a little while. Queen might be on her way out, but Charles got a little life left in him. <laughs> so he's still two away from becoming king. Harry just happens to be five away <laughs> instead of two. And he was, it was four until they just had that little girl, Charlotte. And so now he five away. And I think, shit, I think Kate pregnant again. So he finna be number six. I bet Prince Charles, I bet Prince Charles cry every time he see that part of Lion King. <laughs> I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> he waiting for his mama to die. Charles is. That's a sad position to be in. So right now, Charles is simple. Waiting on his mama to die. And she is Mufasa. Yes. Okay. Yep. 
Cause she It'll be her Charles He, he ain't got no scar Did he have siblings? I don't know That's what I'm saying The siblings don't get no shine So if Charles does have siblings We don't hear about that at the same way When this shit die down with Harry We ain't gonna hear nothing about Harry Cause you don't hear nothing about the siblings Cause they don't matter <laughs> And if they And if they were gonna do something They wouldn't wait till he was 60 No Well This would be the opportune time To do something to him Because Queen about to die So well, it. no, it don't matter. That yeah, they in the same position as Harry. Even if they killed Charles, it goes to William. It ain't gonna go to them. They would have to kill William, all the William kids, and Harry. <laughs> he he's sixty nine. Charles ninety one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. So if he had a sibling, his sibling would have to kill Charles, William, William's kids, and Harry before he would be able to come. He further down than fucking Harry is. <laughs> if yeah. if Prince Charles has a brother, his brother is further down than Harry. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I'm not really sure why it go like if the firstborn son and then it goes to his family instead of the secondborn son, but that's just how the lineage works apparently. Cuz it was the same way as Lion King. When Mufasa died, it was supposed to go to Simba, not Scar. That's why Scar was so mad when Simba was born because before Simba, if he had killed Mufasa, he'd have been in there. <laughs> But he had to kill two folks because Mufasa and, and uh, Sarabi went and had Simba. That's why he ain't go to the birth because he ain't give a fuck. <laughs> he knew he wasn't going to get to be king now. Until he did that old fucked up shit and tossed his brother off a cliff. I don't know if I could do that. Do what? Toss my brother off a cliff. You know how, how the motivation is. I mean, I, I just feel like being king or queen, it come with too much shit. You too, you're too responsible for shit. You're responsible for a whole fucking kingdom. And Scar fucked that shit up. When he became king, wasn't no food. Like, the, it had, hadn't rained and shit. Like, they, it, they was fucked up. He fucked it all up to shit. I, I, he was not meant to be king. He was just not prepared. He was too devious. And then he got into bed with the hyenas, and the hyenas was fucking up shit. It was just too much. I wouldn't want to be queen. That's it's too much. If my brother was king, all right, nigga, you can have that shit. It just seemed like it would be too much stress. I bet. So I bet it is. Um, what am I gonna talk about, man? I I don't know. <laughs> Russell Simmons and Matt Lauer um, are the two most recent. Men to go down the, in a chain of a bunch of people that's been going down for sexual allegations. Matt Lawyer surprised me. Only because, not because I think he's above sexual harassment, because they fired his ass. Like, they didn't say he's under investigation, he's suspended upon investigation. They fired this nigga. But that only happens in politics. Wait, that only happens in politics. That surprised me. Well, and, and, and nobody in the entertainment industry been, been fired. Giving them benefits of the they job. haven't. Is that so? That surprised me when they said he had Wait been fired. No, a lot of people been fired. Now he wasn't fired. He was fired quicker than most. Who's been fired? Shit, Bill O'Reilly been fired. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn, um, Harvey Weinstein but been I ousted. Feel like he's been ousted, but he yeah. I mean, Bill O'Reilly is more political than me. Matt Lyle was on the Today Show, which is not really a political show, so. I was just surprised that they fired him with the quit. Like, <laughs> it wasn't no, like, we're investigating type shit. It's like, he gone. So, that I was just surprised at how fast it happened. The only time, well, apparently, 
what I heard on CNN is amongst the news world. They've they been hearing this for some time. Oh, yeah. I like, had this heard. ain't new. But most of the other cases haven't been new either. I, I, again, I wasn't surprised that he was doing it. I was just surprised the quickness with what they handled What I'm the saying, situation. that's what I'm saying. The subjectiveness of the quickness is based on what we know. It just so oh, happened yeah. that it, it, we got the information that they figured out and they fired him. Yeah. But if they've been, if this been going in the circuit, ain't no telling how long they've been investigating to lead up to this. That's just the difference between them telling us they investigating when they started versus we only get the end result of an investigation. Well, and then his one of his co-hosts was on the thing crying, so she apparently wasn't in agreement with him. I mean, it, it clearly goes back to the question we asked a couple of a, a podcasts ago: Can you love somebody that does horrible things? I mean. I think personally that we can compartmentalize a lot of things when it comes to people. The question is, how does the outside world look at you when you empathize with a monster? You know, if they're considered that. You know, I yeah. don't want to say that Matt Laura is that, but to somebody he is. To his victims you know, he is. So how close can you really be to somebody when, when they're doing something I like mean, that? Or how close should you really be? You know, I'm the wrong person to ask because I already said that my brothers did some bullshit like that that I wouldn't. I just don't think that I would be emotional to be crying about it. Like I would be more upset at him for doing what? Like, what the fuck is wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know that I would have got on on TV and been like, oh my god, like William, and I'd have been angry. Like such a what the fuck? What the fuck? What is wrong with you? Like how did you think that this was okay? So Russell Simmons done stepped down from all his yeah, companies. I, I um, was surprised HBO by HBO has taken Russell Simmons' names off of all of the HBO Def Comedy Jam. Because uh, it was Russell Simmons Presents. They mm-hmm. took his name off of all of those things. I saw that. I was surprised by that, too. Because it, it, a couple of weeks ago, that it had come out that there was somebody. And he denied it and said, oh, it's not true. <laughs> and then this week, he was like, I'm stepping down. I was like, okay. Because the new report is worse. The new report of the girl happened when she was like 17 in yeah. 2000. And, I mean, 1997. And then he I think. said something about it. He, something about he, you know, she remembered a consensual, what he remembered as a consensual situation and something different. And well, she said really he started apologize. off and she wanted to ride home. And instead of taking her home, he took her straight to the apartment. And then they got to the whole, uh, to the elevator and he cornered her in the elevator and. It just started getting really, really weird. So, for him to have stepped down after that, it means something. Yeah. But what do we do moving forward, man? I, you know, because well, moving forward, I feel like when we uh, um, the the running theme in all of these situations has been that these have been ongoing things that people knew about and just turned the other cheek to. That's what we need to do about it. Is that when these things start happening, you need to pay attention. Now that doesn't mean because that it doesn't mean that that they're not fucked up people out there that make false reports. What I'm saying is you can't just, like they knew this stuff was going on. The people with Harvey Weinstein knew that the, they knew that this was happening, and they were just like going. They just weren't saying shit about it. I think that is where we need to start with not ignoring shit or like oh that's just how it is type shit like that don't need to be the case the theme in all of these is that these are not new situations these are things that have been ongoing that there were a lot of people that were aware of and nobody stepped in and tried to do anything about it because they felt like they couldn't maybe or it wasn't their place to or whatever the case may be 
I don't think we need to be allowing situations to get to this level where it's been years and it's been tons of victims. Uh, moving forward, I think that allegations need to be taken seriously and investigated when they happen. Or if you see some shit that's happening, you should be able to say something to the appropriate people and something gets done about, about it instead of waiting years um, to address it. You know, the only reason people love to wait years is because they don't believe that something will be done about no, it. No, I'm not talking and about the people waiting years. I'm saying we, at, at the people who who take these situations and oust Harvey Weinstein, a fire Matt Lawyer, those people don't need to be waiting. They need to do something about it when these incidents happen. Like, I get why the victims wait, but the people in power who have uh, the ability to do something about it, they don't need to be waiting. Or just like, you mean oh, the people who don't? Who aren't the part perpetrators? Yes, the people around them who that know what's see, going on. Yes, those are the people that don't need to wait. Like obviously, I get why the victims were waiting because yeah, when nobody they felt like they weren't going to be believed, and a lot of times they were right, they wouldn't have been believed. So, I think that's the part that needs to change is that people need to be able to feel comfortable to come forward, and that something will be done about it. Especially if you got five, six people coming telling you the same shit, like. <laughs> like what the fuck you just like I said and especially with Harvey Weinstein case there was too many people who knew for a fact that this stuff was going on and they looked the other way that's the part that needs to change yeah so hopefully this is the last time I had to talk about this nigga Tyrese posted this long first off Tyrese is an idiot so no <laughs> It's not the last time you're going to be talking about Tyrese, but continue. Uh, where we at? Do I have time to read this? Yeah. All right, I'm just going to read what he said so that we can talk about it. So just kind of make a mental note of anything you want to address. Have you read this? Yep. Let's get this all off the table. A few weeks back, while stressed, and of course, as I was embarrassingly spoke on this, uh, I was advised to use some site meds called Rexalty. Is that how you say it? Don't know. Rexalty, and I did, and and I did, and did some really stupid things publicly and privately that would take me a while to recover from. Uh, to clear the air, because I'm an open book and got nothing to hide. My wife is not pregnant and never was. Those meds had me on one. I owe no one. Um, I owe no one any money and on any level. Matter of fact, I just took care of both of my lawyers fully, 180k for my lawyer and almost 20k for Shayla's lawyer. I can never give that. Uh, I can never give what I don't have. Smart folks do the math. And I've already mentioned that there were a few talks with the Smiths, and those meds made me jump out there and speak on monies that never came in. I've already. Again, apologize to them privately and publicly for everything. I'm traveling because I can afford to, and I'm out there, and I'm not out here hosting parties because you don't, because you haven't seen me post anything. I'm out here handling business, long-awaited business, Voltron business. Uh, after being 100% exonerated, my name is cleared of 10 years of lies and allegations that I'm very happy to move away from. It's that I have a movie documentary coming 
from the moment it all happened. I hired a camera crew to follow me around and capture every moment. I apologize again for what happened privately and publicly, and I know the jokes have been flying and will continue to fly, and I'm okay with it. I'm a big boy with thick skin. No one, I repeat, no one has flown me around. I've arranged and made these moves myself. That fast bag uh, would have been nice, of course, but that's life, right? The real fathers and hustlers understand that it's whatever it takes to get shit done. Feel free to take my words and pick them all apart. That's my story and my truth, and that will never change. Again, I apologize to those of you that I've let down from the way this all looks, but we live and learn, uh, and I've learned a lot. So for my so-called loved ones who went out of there, went out of there to step on me while I was down, I know exactly who you are. I seen everything. I love you too. This is my last post about the past. Let's move on, shall we? Hashtag daddy daughter season. Hashtag Capricorn. I still think he abused them, them folks. I do too. I just think that when you're dealing with a child custody case, if you do what the court asks you to do, then they'll give you custody. I mean, and not, I mean, yeah. if you acknowledge it and move past it, mm-hmm. get some classes, then you move forward. Yep, so that's for exactly him to say 10 years worth of lies, I just don't think it's lies. I think he don't think what he doing is abuse when he do it. I just want to say, <laughs> as somebody that knows a little bit of something, not a lot, a little bit of something, about about uh, psychotropic medication, what, what side effect is he saying? <laughs> <laughs> that this medicine gave him where he made up an entire story about his wife being pregnant where he said that he talked to will and jada smith and they were gonna just give him five million dollars like what side effect what listed side effect for that particular medication would have created those situations that nigga is full of shit tyree's crazy <laughs> he got problems and he trying to pass off his problems on some kind of medication. Which nigga. pisses me off because it's hard enough to get black folks to take their fucking medicine as it is because they have all of these excuses for why they don't need to goddamn take it. And then you got Tyrese blaming all of the fuck shit he doing on medication, which is a bad look for the medication in general. So that pisses me off because I can't tell you how many folks I done had that didn't stop taking their medicine because either A, they felt better, B, their family told them they didn't need to be taking it, C, their church family told them they just need to pray and stop taking these man-made medications and all of this shit. It is enough excuses and reasons out here for people to not take their medicine. Side effects where you gonna make up lies and, and act crazy, that is not a good reason. <laughs> and I don't need him out here making it harder for me to get my fucking clients to take their medicine. Cause he on some bullshit. Because people who don't want to take medicine will will attach to any excuse whether it makes sense or not. <laughs> Look, ain't nobody got time for Tyrese. Man. I don't even got time for the little black ass motherfucker. <laughs> Tyrese is an instance of I don't really need to know the personal lives of the celebrities that I like. I was a fan of Sweet Lady Tyrese. I was, and as time went on, I what fucked me up was I followed that nigga on Twitter, and I started seeing how stupid he was, and it just went downhill from there. Prior to me following him on Twitter, like I just thought he he sang, he did a little acting, he was cool, right? Follow him on Twitter and saw him trying to give out all of this advice on things he don't have no fucking clue about what he's talking about. And 
I was just like, oh. Twitter ruined Tyrese for me. Street corner philosopher. Oh my god. No, Tyrese ruined Tyrese he for your did, ass. But I wouldn't have never known. I wouldn't have known without Twitter. That was the case. Then he do him and uh, Red and Ron did a book and shit. Like it was just too much. Like it was too much. Like nigga, hush. I don't need to know that you stupid. I just need to enjoy your music and maybe your acting, depending on what movie it is. I wasn't a fan of Baby Boy, and I know I'm in the minority on that, but I wasn't. I, I didn't enjoy that movie. I thought it was stupid. All I remember is him getting choked up by Vane Rains. That's all <laughs> I want to remember from that movie. <laughs> I just hate it was a terrible movie. I remember him being in the house when um when Snoop got out of uh, jail and was staying with Taraji. I just that movie just I don't get why people like it and why it's a cult classic, but whatever. I didn't need to know Tyrese was stupid, and I just you know I don't know that he gonna bounce back from this. Like he didn't done too much at this point. Mm-hmm. That he right the jokes is still gonna fly, motherfucker. Like <laughs> and even this. They gonna make shit from this, from this apology, from you talking about your medicine made you say your wife was pregnant when she wasn't. Like, nigga. Oh, nigga. Nigga, hush. I was gonna say something about uh, the rape allegations and all of that stuff. I was on, um, I talked about it last week, I think. I was on, I watched the Bill Cosby show last week. Okay. Uh, and it was a specific episode, but it was streaming on Facebook, so I watched it. And nothing about watching that show made me think about Bill Cosby. Like, all I really saw was Heathcliff Huxtable. Yeah. You know? So it just made me wonder. I'm just good at compartmentalizing things. Everybody's not, though. I can know that Bill Cosby is, you know, expected to be a horrible person because he potentially did all of these things. But I can also compartmentalize that him acting as another character can still be somebody that I found value in and looked yeah. up to. See, I, I can do that with some people, right? I refuse to like support and buy any R. Kelly music because in that way, I can't. I just can't. You know, I will still watch the Cosby Show, and I still listen to the music that I already have of R. Kelly's. But I never buy any albums he come out with. I wouldn't go see him in concert. Like, I just, I don't support him in that way. Uh, So some people, I guess, and I don't know what the difference is, why I'm so much harder on R. Kelly. Maybe because he's still out here doing fuck shit. And the context of his music. In which he's talking about love. It's about kid love. It's icky now. I can't, it's icky. I can't listen to it. So how you gonna go half on a baby when the baby who you with? <laughs> <laughs> that need to be a hashtag or a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe the song wasn't talking about going half on a child. Maybe it was going half on his age with oh, a damn God. girlfriend. Yeah, I can't with our kid. Like there are there are certain people that I just I can't separate what they did from like their art, and R. Kelly is one of those people. Like, I just, I can't fucking do it. I'm sorry. I, I just, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now I want to go watch the Boondock episode, his, the trial of Robert Kelly. Mm. And I was standing outside, and that bit, and I, uh, she stepped on my foot, and I said, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. But 
That's all I got though. I, got I don't have anything else. All that right. was it. Anything else on your mind? Nothing else on your mind? No. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.